Welcome to another episode of InnerQuest, the journey to your wholeness within you. I am joined by just some dynamic travelers. We're all spiritual pilgrims and we're inviting you along the journey to find your wholeness. I'm Reverend Arkin Turner. I'm joined by Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson-Coleman, Reverend Dr. Nick Angotti, uh, just just some wonderful individuals. And as they share uh, with today's topic, you will feel the same way that you are hearing some wonderful uh, individuals. And I'd like to bring them in and then come back in with today's conversation uh, after they're introduced. First of all, let's start with Reverend Dr. Nick Angotti. Uh, not just tell us about yourself, but what is your focus in, in ministry, uh, Reverend Dr. Nick? My focus of ministry really is healing. I mean, it's uh, and, and, and helping others to, including myself, come to a place of peace um, mm. with the surroundings. But, but we must come to peace within ourselves first because, you know, peace is not the absence of war. It's the resolve and dissolve of things within ourselves that would insist on conflict. Mm. That, that's, that's profound, as usual. And Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson-Coleman, uh, I'd ask you the same thing, uh, uh, not just letting folks know about who you are, but also what, what is your, 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 your ministry focus? My focus is also on healing. Um, I try to work with people to make sure that they are able to identify and actually achieve the goals that they have for themselves or for their life while they're here in this human body hmm. to overcome anything that they feel is stopping them and help them understand that, as I like to say, um, our job is to know what we want and <laughs> we have to leave something for God to do. So God's job would, would be the how. So let's get out of the how business and get into the what we want business. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. I guess that leaves me. Uh, Reverend R. Ken, you are who? I am a consciousness transformation person. And what does that mean? That sounds very ominous. Well, what that means is that I help people move the consciousness that's holding them back into a consciousness that will allow them to move into all the things that they want, the healing, the success, whatever it might be. Because I firmly believe with Joel Goldsmith is, uh, that consciousness is what we are. So that's what I have to say to you, Mr. Uh, MC or whoever you are. <laughs> well, you know, we, now, might all, we may all take that consciousness transformer because that was, like, pretty cool. <laughs> well, we, yeah, well, you know, we, we anyway. Uh, today, uh, I, I'm, I'm honored to be the uh, conversation leader. And if you guys follow our podcast, you know that each podcast we have someone who is the conversation uh, leader who leads us into a particular topic, and then we all kind of get in and support uh, the, con the uh, subject with uh, our particular takes and practices. And what we said in one of our talks, I don't know how long ago it was, after, the after talk is that, it seems to always come together where we are all on the same page coming from different paths. And that is what New Thought and Metaphysics is all about. It's about getting to the one goal, wholeness, even though we approach it from 
different um, paths or different ways. The the missing me, <laughs> the missing me, and when I thought about that, I'm like, the missing me? It's like, yeah, the missing me, because so many of us are feeling that we're not whole, that there's something kind of missing. It doesn't matter how successful we are. It doesn't matter how much we have on a material level. There's that feeling that there's something more. When there's that something more, that means that there's a missing in our lives, a missing. And the thing about it is that many times we think that that missing is something material, another house, another car, another pair of shoes, another whatever it may be, but material. And we continue to search on the material level until we find that it was never, ever material. Now, on the flip side of that, I want to make sure we get that part, too. There are those that think, I don't need material. <laughs> I just need spiritual, and I'll continue to grow spiritually, and I won't have anything missing. This is the wrong plane for that. In other words, the earth plane requires that material <laughs> is in place in your life. You need some dollars. You need some material in your life. You need a house. You need a roof over your head. So one is not exclusive of the other, and that's really what I'm moving to. Is they're not. They're synonymous. They work together. So you develop the material that you need. You work to obtain the material that you need, but you don't let go of the idea or you don't put aside the idea that there's a spiritual aspect to you no matter how much material you have. And that spiritual aspect is the missing me that so many people, and I will include myself because there are times that I forget that there's this spiritual component. You know, I'm so into being cut off or I'm so into the anger of the moment. And there's so many things it seems that we've had to be angry with it in the moment. Uh, I, you know, there, there, there was the political turmoil that we went through that gave us opportunity to be angry at the moment. And when we are angry at the moment, many of us think that spirit is not there. But spirit is always there in the midst of poverty, in the midst of lack, in the midst of abundance, in the, in the midst of richness, in the midst of health, in the midst of lack of health, spirit is always there. So it is not really missing. It's just that we don't necessarily have the connection to know it's there. We haven't done the work to discover that it's always present. And, and, and that's part of this inner quest. Inner quest is to work to discover that that part of you, that wholeness is always in place no matter what. And you say, hey, yeah, well, we're going to take a pause from the conversation as you can hear it going on in the background. I want to remind you that our prayer you and spiritual support is available through texting at 773-876-8998. Text in your name and your request. Remember, you don't have to include your last name. Or you can email at prayer all one word, prayer at Unity and I want you OCS. To be shut off from That's your inner quest prayer and friends. at Unity 
and, and, and I want you to feel like org. you are all Remember to include a general idea of your prayer desire or your spiritual support desire and at least your first name. You do not have to include your last name. The three ministers will work with your request during the week that it comes in, after which we will pass it on to Silent Unity where they work with it for 30 days. Thank you so much for being a part of InterQuest and now back to the conversation. So I, I say to you, if people that are confined can find their wholeness and come out different, no longer desiring to do some of the things that have put them where they are, if they can come out with a different consciousness, consciousness transformation, in that environment being told what to do, where to do, how to go, where to go, if they can do that, then what prohibits us in, in, in our freedom to move here, there, and do whatever we want to do from finding our missing part? The only thing, well, one of the few things that, 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 that inhibits us is the fact that do we have the desire or do we even understand that it's there? And, and, and that's one of the things that, I, that I, I'm so impressed by, this trio. We always try, we always attempt. Our goal is always to impress upon anyone listening that it's there, that the presence, the divine presence is there right now right within them. The missing part is not missing. We're just missing the mark, getting to the part that we have. And we, we can change that. I, I'm sure that my colleagues <laughs> have some ideas on how we can change that. So let me not go any further. I've opened up the conversation. I've done my little leadership part. Who's next? <laughs> Who wants to jump in and share? Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Come on, Miss Stephanie. I see. It. I see it being pointed. Fingers are being pointed. You're the one. You're up. <laughs> no audio. No audio. Okay, I'm thinking about this. Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> that's a, uh, that's I know we're all used to that by now, right? So yeah, well, we could we could fix all that. Right. So um, I do believe, or I see, or when I work with people, is we think, and probably because the world has just evolved to this point, that there is no, that there's something missing, but we don't realize that that thing is inside of us. And because if it's, the connection is to be made inside, we're so accustomed to looking on the outside uh, mm -hmm. at houses and cars and everything that we can manifest, uh, not understanding that there is this thing inside of you. And because we don't have a lot of quiet time, and we don't schedule quiet time. We sort of believe quiet time. I find people think quiet time is just going to occur organically, that one mm. day you're just going to have that hour that you need or that 20 minutes that you need or that 10 minutes that you need to start there to, to be quiet. And when they listen to people who advise things like when you first get up in the morning, don't check your phone, don't check your email, be still, do 10 minutes worth of quiet time and, maybe five minutes worth of forgiveness. They're not even asking for much. 20 minutes, right? 10 minutes of quiet time, five minutes of forgiveness, five minutes of gratitude and figure out what you're going to do for the day just so you can connect to that part, of, to your wholeness because it's not missing. But it's mm -hmm. not going to, like, 
it can't do anything else. It, I, I don't know what we expect. It's already there inside of you. How else does it get your attention? Even if we get a pain or a nudge or something doesn't go right, it never seems to occur to us to just be still and connect to that wholeness and maybe talk to that pain or or even just forgive ourselves for 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 not being there. So I think that that's the piece that's missing. And since there seems to be some revolt against organized religion, uh, people are sort of shying away. I guess they think that they're going to catch it on the run. Uh, I have found that when you force yourself, Maya Angelou said this in one of her books, is that you should spend, um, every month you should spend three days in total silence. Read mm. something maybe, but in total silence because you need to forgive yourself for the lies that you told yourself and you need to forgive yourself for the lies that you told others. And only mm. in that quiet time can you come in contact with that and release all of that that you have accepted that you need to let go. And that's how we find that missing us. It's not missing. It's like right. welcoming an old friend. It's like... Oh, it's awakened again, and we recognize it, and then you can sit with it. And if you're quiet, you'll find that it'll speak to you. It'll show you. It'll tell you exactly what you need to do. But then you do have to do what it says do, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, interesting, because today um, I, I, I did some reading this morning, my daily reading, and it was about the on the concept of fasting, and uh, the American mystic and spiritual leader, Ernest Holmes, said, I believe that when Jesus spoke of fasting, he was talking about fasting from our angers, fasting from issues of our life. And it, it, it totally melds with what each of you were saying, in particular, what you were saying, Stephanie, about taking three days a month or whatever it may be. To just be, to just be, because mm -hmm. that's fasting. That that is stripping away uh, uh, from our consciousness uh, the thing that would would nourish the negative, mm -hmm. mm. and in it we come to the the clear waters. Mm. Those, mm. you know, come and drink from the well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drink from the well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, as you were talking earlier, uh, Reverend Ken, I was thinking about the, the concept that the love of money is the root of all evil, and everyone thinks that there's something wrong with money. But it's not about the money. It's about, really, the love right. of money. And back yeah. to what Reverend Stephanie was talking about earlier, too. Uh, actually, in our previous uh episode as I reviewed it, uh, talking about the idea that we must continuously turn to that which creates, must continuously turn to that which is the great cause. And if indeed it's universal and it's everything, then the abundance we're seeking is with us. It's wow. always been with us. Yeah, yeah. But when we have to grab when we have to hoard, we either continue to accumulate mm -hmm. 
or we allow ourselves to be that giving nature of God itself. Because as we give, it returns to us multiplied abundantly. And so there's a great continuum, no different than breathing, no different than just life itself. There's a continual giving and receiving. Mm -hmm. Some will say, uh, you know, money comes and money goes. And I always say, no, money goes and money comes. Mm. Goes and money comes. I've created a vacuum for new. I've created the opportunity for greater to unfold. And it's in every area of our life. If the Mm -hmm. focus is on anger, if the focus is on rage, if that's the focus, then our God becomes a God of rage and anger. Yeah. You you, you mentioned uh, one of of my, uh, you like him too, um, Wayne Dyer. And Dr. Dyer would say that it's not seeing is believing. It is believing Living. is the seeing. Right. You know, so it's it's like you said, it's it's money, you let it out so it can come back. You're not waiting for it to come in before you before you let it out. And that, and that's so hard. One of the things that I know that, that I've shared is the fact that we are given the first gift. And and, and, and 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 that concept is that we're before we have done anything to deserve anything, we've been given the greatest gift, we've been given life. And nothing has been asked of us for that gift of life. We we it has we can be criminals, we can be saints, we can whatever we want to be, we can be, but we've all received that gift from the divine. Of life, and so if we understand that before I even got here, I was given something. So why would I not share? Why would I not give? Because if I do that, I'm following the divine plan of giving before even receiving. For real, the thing about this wholeness that you uh, you both mentioned, Stephanie, you really got into it uh, uh, deep, and, and then Nick, you took it and just done. You did your thing with it. You know how you just. And then bring it back out, uh, origami. What is, you know how you cut it up and then bring it out? I was like, whoop, that is a beautiful pattern. First of all, I would say to anyone listening that says, well, I'm not sure about the wholeness. Until you believe that you are whole, you will not be able to be whole because you will continue to look outside of yourself to find your wholeness. Hey, we're going to take a pause from the conversation as you can hear it going on in the background. I want to remind you that our prayer and spiritual support is available through texting at 773-876-8998. Text in your name and your request. Remember, you don't have to include your last name. Or you can email at prayer all one word, prayer at unityocs.org. That's prayer at unityocs.org. Remember to include a general idea 
of your prayer desire or your spiritual support desire and at least your first name. You do not have to include your last name. The three ministers will work with your request during the week that it comes in. After which, we will pass it on to silent unity where they work with it for 30 days. Thank you so much for being a part of InterQuest and now back to connect with it on whatever level I can at this moment, at this time, in the midst of being told where to go, what to do, how to do it, and where to sleep and what to eat and everything. In the midst of all of that, I choose to connect with that which is greater than me. And so that's the starting point. The wholeness is there. It's greater than whatever you're into right now. And it will come forth if you allow it. Develop that practice. Get quiet. Allow yourself to be yourself, you see. Because whoever you are now, if you are not whole, you are not yourself. You are, you are a shadow of what you could be, a shadow of what you should be. But it's not something that you cannot do. And I think that's the, 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 you know, that's the beauty of this divinity that we've been blessed with. It is not something that we cannot do, but we do have to do it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but we have to do it. So, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. You know. We don't want you guys to leave this podcast thinking that all you have to do is get still and quiet. Okay? No. Okay, because you will uncover and discover things that you, actions you should take, and you need to take those actions. Yes, yes. The, 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 the path is open to us. It, it is opened and then it continues to open, but then you have to walk it. And it's not always the path that you choose to walk, you know. It's not always the path that's the right color or the right fragrance or it has no, no uh, glass or, or broken cobblestones on the path that might just kind of injure your foot for, for a moment, but you will heal. It's, it's, it's a path that you must walk to get to where you want to go, but you will find that as you walk the path that you will say that, oh, I saw that, that's, that, that cobblestone looks like it's not broken, but I've been over that cobblestone before. It looks just like the one that tricked me in the past, and I'm going to walk around it this time. Uh, that, that's shiny, but that's really glass. It's not silver that I can walk on and get silver dust on my feet. It's glass, so I'm going to walk around it. So we learn as we move toward our wholeness, the challenges that we face, we learn from them, and as they reoccur, we're able to overcome them in a different way from the experience and from the acceptance, I, I think that's so important, that there is wholeness. There is, at the end of this journey, there is wholeness. It is not for me to get. It is for me to release. Hmm. We are releasing the wholeness that's already in me, which is, like you said, Stephanie, just, just, just a minute ago. Well, it's in there. So all I have to do is <laughs> it, like think about you know I don't know if you like sardines or you like uh, tuna or whatever I like I like a good tuna salad you know and I, I make one that I enjoy I won't say that I can sell it but I like it but I will not be able to make the tuna salad unless I open the can and bring it out and put the ingredients together so you have to open your can of wholeness 
allow it to come forth, and then you add the ingredients necessary for it to be your wholeness, your individual wholeness, because we've all been blessed with divine wholeness, but it's all individual. So I may never reach my wholeness, but my wholeness may never look like yours whether I reach it or not because mine is individual. I know that sounds a little, whoop, I'm not sure about that one, but just stay with it for a minute. You'll get there. <laughs> You'll get there. What you got, Nick? What's that? I said, what you got, Nick? I was thinking of the, uh, I was trying to think of the poet who said we must release the hidden splendor. Oh, yes. I, I, yes. I, I, I'm thinking Hawthorne, but I may be wrong. But there is something in us, a treasure within us, that needs yes. to be released. It, it, it runs along the same vein of what you were speaking. Um, you know, Jesus said the kingdom of God dwells within us. Right. Everything is within that kingdom. When he said pray in this fashion, he said, first he acknowledged a great power by saying our Father, because that's the way he related to it. But right. what he was saying is bringing heaven to earth. Right. To, to, to neutralize, or to, to uh, creating a, uh, a symbiotic, that symbiotic essence where it is one. Yes. And even yes. in our humanity, uh, uh, the great uh, Zulu statement is Ubuntu, which means I am because you are. There's a unity to it all. Mm -hmm. Unity mm -hmm. to it all. Or yeah. Yeah. say uh, God is closer than our neck veins, which is the, the connecting of the heart and the mind. Mm. And as we find that connection, so too we move into that that inner place and we rediscover the wholeness that you have been addressing. Wow. I, I love it. You know, I think I'm going to like not be here one one of one of the recordings and I could just like listen to <laughs> I, I could just listen to it. You no, know we, we bounce off each other. I know, I know, but it's I mean it's just without you. No, it's it's such. I mean, when you're involved in, you know, a lot of times we've all done TV and and even done movies and and even you know, stage and all. And many times, uh, I know I've said they said, "Well, that was a good show," and I said, "Well, I don't know. You know, I don't really know. I was in the show, right? And I, I'm not not know, but this is different. It's like, yeah, this is really good. I'm in it, <laughs> but I can feel it. You know." I'm getting it. It's like, yes, this is this is that 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 makes it that makes it a little bit different. The the idea that we already are sometimes is just too much for individuals. And when they get into scripture, especially the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew Testament, the Old Testament, there is a continual reminder or reinforcement that it's not yours. It's, it, you know, you have to go get it. You have to ask for it. You have to beg for it. You have to plead for it. And if, in fact, uh, this divine, this God sees its way forward, it'll let you have a little bit. And then, of course, the New Testament and, and the Master Teacher brings it around a little differently. But the fact of the matter is, is that, it is already there, 
And we've talked about, just to clear up the Old Testament, we've talked about the fact that there was a limitation. There's always a limitation to the, t the language that's available to an individual or a group of individuals at any point in time. So the Old Testament improved upon the language of the original teachings that came out of Egypt. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't stop there. The understanding continues to grow. Say all that to say what? To say that right now, where we are right now, the conversation is, it is within you right now, no matter who, where, or where you come from, who you are, or what you've been told. And for me, I don't know about you, you guys, but for me, what you've been told was so important because I heard so many things by other people. In other words, I've heard parents tell their children, you're no good. You never were any good. And this is why I was growing up. And fortunately, my mother just, you know, she, she, her biggest thing was, I don't care what you are, but whatever you are, be the best. If you're a bum, be a good bum. If you're a thief, be a good thief. So it was a different, a different consciousness. I don't know how helpful it was, but I did have to overcome that issue of I was nothing unless I created it myself. And so, so many individuals have heard all their lives that they are nothing or very close to nothing. Well, I'm familiar peers. with that. I'm you know? familiar with that conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, really familiar with that conversation. <laughs> that, that's something that, you know, that's a big overcoming. And, I, I, and what we're saying today is that that was never, ever true. You always were whole and complete. Yeah. And because... No one told you how to uncover it. That is no different from someone saying to you, there is gold in them, their heels, and never giving you the tools or the direction on how to get the gold out. It doesn't change the fact that the gold is in them heels. So what we are doing is providing tools so that you can mine the gold direction so you'll know what to what what I what your tools to use to bring the goal forward. But the goal is not in them their heels. The goal is in them their youth.